1: Well, okie dokie then, ladies and or gentlemen, we are back. This is episode... 15, which is a a cool sounding number. I didn't know if we'd ever actually make it to this point, but here we are. I think we got
2: to stop saying that because we're making it and we're going to keep
1: going. Yeah, I've (laughs) kind of dropped from my vernacular the whole whole, um, we don't know what we're doing thing because I don't think we're experts per se, but we're not complete idiots in it either. And I think we're more and more sort of like developing our own voice in it. Um, We got a email. I don't think I even told you lola or you nate about this we got an email from this it was like a every once in a while if you run a podcast you'll get these scammy sort of Mm. emails that Mm -hmm. are like hey i saw your podcast online and i think it could be better just email me and give me your money whatever (laughs) but this feller emailed from like an actual reputable company not one that we use but it is a reputable company um and just said hey your podcast is growing pretty quickly by our analytics we found you because you're in the top 100 of outdoors podcasts on Whoa. planet earth and so i like oh, looked wow. i looked it up and apparently that's a real thing we're in the top 100 Dang. which i mean not top 100 of all podcasts but top 100 of outdoors podcasts yeah. and so i well, mean yeah, that's what we are we're, we're developing our own voice we're figuring stuff out and speaking of outdoors um, i'm really feeling it like getting excited to get outside and start bow hunting um yes i I mean i know we're tackling tacos we're not what's a t word for archery Uh, target target dang that was (laughs) fast we're not um quick that was good thank you we're not 3d target target and tacos you got to like differentiate because i don't really want to be associated with other oh yes target stuff at the moment um but I love bow hunting, Nate loves bow hunting, Lola loves bow hunting, and so we'll have true. plenty of stories and whatever. I just put out some trail cams on a really good piece of land up here in, in Shkani. but um yeah, outdoors we're loving what we're doing. Yeah. You know? And and there is actually some truth in we don't know what we're doing, but like not really though. Mm-hmm. Too. You know it's like this balance game of like you never get to the point where you're like, "Well, I know everything. I can, right. I like I have arrived. I can go no further. I can learn no more." But we're we're getting more we're into learning our own, and it's so great. Yeah, we're getting more into our own rhythm um, and and we're having fun with it. So this is episode number 15. Um, it's going to be kind of a different one. We've been asking listeners if they would be willing to, um, to send us recipes or um, kind of how to's on tacos, like what's a taco you really like. And tonight we're going to get into sort of the specificity on a taco that a listener Casey West. Thank you so much, man. Um,
2: shout out
1: noise Uh, (laughs) sent us like a whole yeah and like sent us like a full blown deal of it yeah he emailed us and emailed it wasn't just like steak and cilantro but it was like here's how you marinate the steak here's how you cook the steak here's what you chop up with it here's what and we only did a couple things just a teeny bit different like the tortillas whatever we're gonna walk through all that because we haven't talked tacos that much lately and we didn't want it to just be gimmicky like we actually want to talk about tacos on this podcast
2: I've been like feeling sad the last few weeks and I'm like why am I feeling so sad and it's like oh my gosh it's because we haven't been talking about tacos yeah
1: nate have you been sad <laughs> i i
2: have i felt oh, a nate. little
3: bit blue See? because of the lack of taco talk actually.
1: exactly absolutely <laughs> there's a hole in my heart and it can only be filled by the lord no taco by tacos um <laughs> yeah uh anyway i don't know where that came from but uh we're, we're gonna talk about tacos because we love them and um they're Great. And before we get into all that, though, of course, we got to run through, you know, we don't have a ton of sponsors, but we are beyond off the charts, excited about the sponsors we have because we legitimately believe in their stuff. And we're humbled to have any sponsors at all. So, Nate, walk us through um, just the, the standard stuff, um, social media, our accounts and YouTubes and website and blah, 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 blah sponsors, all that.
3: Yeah. All the good stuff. We, uh, we definitely appreciate all the, all the follows, uh, and likes and all that stuff on all of our social media, whether it be Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, and of course, YouTube, um, Tackle on Tacos, uh, even our website, Tackle on com. Um, you can send us emails on, on taco recipes kind of like yeah. what we're going to talk about today. So, uh, you know, we appreciate all that, all that stuff. Um, definitely got to say thank you to the, uh, the so guys at the Working Class Bow Hunter podcast allowing us to be a part of their yeah. Working Class Bow Hunter podcast network. Network. Oh, oh wait, yeah. Press
1: pause, press pause, yeah. Press pause, press pause, press pause, press pause, wow. press pause. All right. Pause, pause it up. <laughs> Jeez, Hugh Mongo, press pause. Shout out to working class bow hunter, original gangsta, OG. OG. Uh, there's, there's only you know two dudes who are OGs over there still. Uh, I mean, everybody was a part of the crew for a long right. time, but Kurt and Eric, and uh, Eric just had a second child, a so, baby dude, girl. Huge, huge, Woo. huge congratulations! Hopefully, that doesn't that probably starts. Terrible! Huge congratulations! Was and there's clapping. one hand clapping on the on the <laughs> background, but um, dude, what an awesome deal! And take any Sometimes people say stupid stuff, right? Like they'll be like, "Oh man, having kids is so hard. You'll never well, get out in now the woods. You two oh, now you me. got two. Blech, it was easy with one. Shut up. Knock all that crap off. We like, have six. We've got this. So awesome. Just... What an awesome opportunity to show who you are yes. as a human being in this world to like influence a life. Like you have a daughter now. So That's amazing. You can learn how to shoot your gun better. You know, get ready. <laughs> just to, whatever. And it's such a it's such a funny deal. Like I've heard that story so many times, but I'm absolutely going to do it. Like when Kennedy our oldest she's 13 when she brings home a boy for like a date or a prom oh, or something you know where you like they walk in the door and you flip them like a nine mil bullet yeah and then you go Is that if that you hurt my daughter do? the next one comes a lot faster or you know some oh. cute are you you're
2: coming up with this already yeah
1: it's, or like you know you have a like hey let's go let's you want me to show you the house and you go outside or you show them the basement and be like it's soundproof <laughs> You know, or you like go outside and there's like a target with their face on it. Like, I've been shooting this oh, all day. My God, just getting ready in case I have to, buddy. <laughs> she would be so mortified. I don't care about that. He ain't going to touch her. Uh, but Eric, Absolutely. we are so That's happy for. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Nate knows he's got a daughter. He's going to do that. Um, uh, Eric, we are so pumped about so little excited. August, yeah. and we're so glad that you named her after our son. <laughs> He didn't really, but it is the same name. It is the same name. It's a family name for all of us. Yeah, here's the funny thing. So we named our son Gus because we loved how that sounded, Gus. Like, just Gus. And then we were like, well, we did we just name him Gus Johnson? What's that short for? We looked up August and we loved it. Mm-hmm. Our kids loved it. Um not that we necessarily need their approval yeah, per se, but, but we was were excited that they were, that they were um, excited, yeah. Um and then we come to find out that like it's a family name on both sides of our family and like yeah. all this cool stuff. So now we can say it's a family name, <laughs> although <laughs> it totally it wasn't like, to yeah, then it didn't, it didn't necessarily mean to be a family name, but um Eric, we love you. We're so happy for you. We hope nothing but like the funnest, best moments, raising that little mama with your wife. And uh, yeah, dude, congrats.
2: Big brother
0: Hudson. Yeah,
1: Huddy, Huddy the big
0: Brother. That's so dope. So sweet. Have a baby sister. It
1: is.
3: I I tell people all the time, the only thing better than having one child is having the second one. Like Mm -hmm. having one kid is so fantastic, so great, so fun. Bring that second one on and it's just uh, fantastic. You guys obviously know that. Yeah. (laughs) so
2: it's crazy because like when the second one comes along, it's like, wait, I know this is probably going to sound awful, but any parent out there that has more than one child is going to agree. Am I going to love this baby as much as I love the first? Am I going to have enough love to give? And then... All of a sudden they're here and you don't remember life before them.
1: Yeah, And it's not like you have to take your heart and cut it into like six pieces. It's like your heart just grows it to d- accommodate it really, truly more does. for the other kiddo. You know, yeah. it's not dividing your love. It's like you just get more. It's it's weird how it works, but it's also so awesome. And then
2: seeing your other kids as older siblings yeah, is how just, they the, interact. oh my gosh, it's yeah, so beautiful. It's I love amazing. it. Gosh, I love our kids. Okay, yeah, for sure. sorry.
1: <laughs> no, for sure. So where do we stop on the sponsor stuff, Nate? I'm sorry. I kind of got sidetracked, but I think it was a good sidetrack. I think so.
3: No, definitely, definitely a well worth sidetrack. I think, yeah. uh, I think the next lead up was uh, was the opportunity to say thank you to uh, Kenai and Grizzly Coolers yeah, uh, yeah, for allowing us the opportunity to work with them. Thank yeah. you, yeah. Um, Waypoint TV, where you can find all of our uh, all of our podcasts posted, and and uh, you know, thanks to them as well. And then uh, I think last, but I guess not least, is uh, is Giltech and uh, Hook and Arrow. So yeah looking arrow supply company so thank you uh thank you for coming aboard and and uh you know believing in us and helping us out so we appreciate it
1: yeah absolutely we are uh, in all the, the stuff that we're like a part of we actually use so like we have the waypoint tv um app on our phones on our TVs if you don't have the waypoint tv app like on like your smart tv like on like we have one on like what what is that cheesy brand they sell at walmart i think it's called high sense we have one of those in the living room because it was really cheap but it works great you can download the waypoint tv app on there we have one on our samsung tv we have the waypoint tv app on um, our vizio in the basement and with that waypoint tv it's so dope a lot of people think it's just hunting it's totally not like there's um like one i think top if you asked me who's on the Mount Rushmore fishing for me, like Pete Mena would be on there. Another unequivocal one would be Al Linder and his show, All the Seasons of Angling Edge. And I think there's like 16 full seasons are on Waypoint TV app for free. Like totally free. Wow. And, and, awesome. and of yeah. course, all the hunting stuff you could ever – it's yeah, it's just super dope, so we believe in it. The Kenai stuff, man, like Lola <laughs> and I, we'll get into this in a second. We went camping again with the kiddos, and we had all of our stuff in Kenai and grizzly stuff because yep. it absolutely works. Um, went fishing this week, used Tech stuff like crazy because it works, just full confidence. And so we're just pumped to have all that stuff. Um, again, if you haven't checked it out, hookandarrowsupply.com. Um, do get you some Giltek stuff. Um, the tube jigs, the Ned heads. I don't know when the swim baits are coming out. Hopefully soon. They are the straightest tracking, best tail wagging, boot tail swim bait I've ever thrown. Unequivocally. They're awesome. The swim yep. jigs, they're awesome. So, I'm
3: stoked to get my hands
1: on some, so yeah, yeah, they're awesome. I have a bunch here. Um, I haven't given any to Nate because I just want them all for myself. Wow, but when you come Horden, up, hoarding them, yeah, Horden. absolutely. They call me hoarding Jordan for a reason. Oh
0: my god, um, when, you, <laughs>
1: <laughs> when you come up when you come up for that two day uh tournament uh with Chippewa Valley Bass Attack, um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you have like one swim bait just Aww,
2: you can have one of mine too. can have too, one Nate.
1: boot tail swim bait so you get two then all that's right it. i'm
3: up i'm up to two yeah i yeah. can live with
1: that yeah just don't get piked off because that's how it always happens was, to you that's a, exactly and they what do gonna, love, what they I do love swim baits yeah but anyway Golly. yeah so today uh we're going to talk about tacos and all that good stuff but before we do um i really like um the luke duncan podcast which by the way is also on waypoint tv uh, on the app on the podcast and stuff but one of the things I like so much about Luke Duncan isn't even necessarily all the fishing stuff because I know in the fishing world he's sort of a polarizing figure like some people really like him some people don't some people think um, I've read the reviews and so some people will say he's sort of like a drama queen and I don't really see any of that negative stuff but the one thing I don't think you can argue about his podcast is that he's just a really real human like he's just a very normal dude like when he does kind of like recaps at the beginning of his show he'll be like i and i'm making something up now but he'll be like you know i put up uh put up some curtain rods and i hung curtains this weekend and boy when i was trying to do it i fell off the chair you know he's just an yeah i like that i really like that vibe and i really want that for us as well at tackle and tacos like an authentic human experience like if people ever you know, let's just say in like two years, we're the number one outdoor podcast and, um, you know, what, we're huge and we're famous and everybody knows oh, who we baby. are. Not that I necessarily even want that, but let's just say it happens. I would <laughs> right. love for people to meet us and no matter what the time, place, setting, context is, they're like, they're the same exact people in person that they are yeah. on their show. And and I I feel like that's the vibe you get from Luke Duncan. All of that to say, I want to talk about what we did this week. Okay, well, Nate. From What'd the you last do? Last time podcast, what have we done, Nate? What did you get into this week?
3: Yeah, so I uh, I really just hung out with the family. Um, didn't do a whole lot aside from uh, I did some some prepping for uh, upcoming upcoming tournament, which was will be this Saturday um, up on pool nine. It'll be uh, things put on by Iowa Bass Nation, the uh, Spro Frog Only tournament.
1: Oh, so, but uh, you hate frogging. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no 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 well, no we no. don't hate nervous, frogging I hate, that's right I, i'm yeah. i'm just terrible at it But yeah, so hopefully it. A, a full day of nothing but frogging will really uh uh really bring me in my own and yeah. and you know get me hopefully catching some fish okay. so um i was getting getting some rods together uh re a couple of reels um just so i have a few different options on deck Yeah. Uh, and the, the, the deal with it is, too, so I'll have to probably go out shopping, of course, like you oh, have to do before every to. tournament. You have to. <laughs> oh, okay. You must. Okay, Absolutely. really fast. Hold
1: on, really fast. Now that you said that, what percentage of tackle that you buy specifically for a tournament do you use in the tournament? Ooh, on average. Good. For me, it's probably 5%, 10%. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I
3: I legit was going to say twelve. Yeah. Like, you
2: guys,
3: it's maybe twelve like, percent. It's, yeah, like it's like
1: an excuse. It's like an It's like a crackhead being like, oh dude, I'm, I'm I'm getting rid of this crack, but I do have a crack smoking tournament coming up, so I better get some more crack. Honey. Like <laughs> the addiction to fishing is real, and the addiction to tackle is totally real. And I'll get all yeah, these things, and sure. I'll I'll have. He comes up with a story for every one of them. Well, okay, if
2: the water is like this, and yeah, then if it's, it's like story. this, it's, and then it's I'm just saying, okay, but then you don't open it, so therefore said strategy <laughs> yeah, is never put. yeah. No. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. Okay, so anyway, so <laughs> you're going to go buy some frogs. Yeah, so that's,
3: that's kind of the deal with this tournament is the frogs have to be out of the package frogs. They can't be. Trim tails. They can't have oh, you really? hooks. They you can't, can't put have rattles you know, in them. added rattles. No, they mm. have to be one hundred percent original. No, they have to be one hundred percent original um, out of the package. So I I think I only have maybe a handful in my frog box. That are yes, yeah, so you that
2: better like get that.
1: some more. Um, and to have better to get some more have yeah. To. Can you use like you any know. Spro thing? Like, can you use a bronze eye shad, a popping frog, a big one? I believe, or is it just, I believe, yes,
3: yeah. Like so yeah, like you can, you can do. This sounds whatever.
1: fun. It does sound fun.
3: No, yeah. So yeah, so any size, any variant, color, uh, like you said, popper, yeah. uh, the Glide one, you know, the bronze eye sixty five, the original um, juniors, whatever. Okay, um, as long as it's a Spro hollow body frog.
1: Okay, that's cool. And where did yeah, you say so it was? Pool soaked. nine?
3: Yeah, it's it's uh going to be held on pool nine uh, coming out of Lansing, Iowa. Yeah. Um, so, yeah I'm you pretty you know stoked. that pool, I'm gonna right? Be fishing that. I, yeah, I fished it. I fished it quite a bit. Um, I'm going to be fishing with my buddy Gabe, actually. Who, uh, oh, yeah, he's a cool dude. Uh, yeah, he's a real cool cat, but he's got quite a bit more history on that pool than I do. So hopefully okay. we can uh, we can land on some and maybe I can not rip the frog out of everyone's mouth.
1: So. Right. And the joke then is actually you and I joke a lot about it uh, about being two black guys and like a podcast and whatever. Even though I I will actually admit I'm I'm actually a very pale Caucasian, very pale Caucasian oh. male, um, but Gabe is actually black. And so <laughs> whoa, that'll be honestly though like that's kind of rad. And I think that's not to make a joke out of it. That's really dope. Like I think that's really fresh. Yeah, and he's for a, sure. And he's a champion guy too, right? Nate has a Phoenix now, but used to have a champ.
3: Yep, yeah, yeah, I had a champ for, I don't know, something like seven or eight years. Yeah,
1: dope um, boat. Really and dope, I, dope. I it.
3: Yeah, I love that boat to death.
1: Does anybody um, who has Valerie a champion United, not like it? Anyone?
3: Honestly, the only like complaint I've ever heard from any champion guy is... Uh, the transom rots out, and that's only prevalent uh-huh. on older boats that aren't taken care of. You know, you yeah. don't think, like my boat was older. I had zero transom issues at all because yeah. I was meticulous with getting the water off it, wiping yeah. it down, making sure all my seams were sealed, and you know all that sort of stuff. So because boat maintenance, maintenance exactly. Really We've talked about matter. it. Yeah, yeah. It, it does for sure. Um, so Gabe, he's got uh, I think his, his, his like a champion, uh, like a two hundred six. I yeah. Believe which is one of the like most sought after champ oh. holes out there. So um, I'm pretty stoked to to get in that and Are you gonna fish with him? Yeah, yeah, okay, we're fishing okay. with him out of out of his rig. Yeah, yeah so.
1: if he has more experience on the pool, that makes sense. Yep. So yeah, I'm I'm stoked for it for but real, yeah, dude. And when you've been on nine before, haven't you been more targeting brown ones, or is am I missing that? Uh,
3: I typically, depending on how the day sets up, I typically will break it down i'll spend the first half of the day chasing the brown ones, Mm. and when it gets hotter and there's more boat traffic i'll slide off into a backwater or something and chase the green ones. no idea if it if it is the way i should be operating but that's kind of the thought process i've had so that is you know is the way i've gone i i I have probably had better luck um fishing the current and, and chasing the brown ones though
1: um up until last year when you and I fished the two day tournament on the Chippewa flowage, maybe this, maybe I shouldn't say this. Maybe this is like me sounding like an idiot, but I'd never really heard of, or I certainly had never tried personally targeting smallmouth mouth with uh, a frog. I always thought that wasn't mm-hmm. really a thing because their mouths are lit, you know, truly like that much smaller. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then yeah. our homie, Kevin, uh, Chris shout out point, 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 um, he talked about how he does target smallmouth with a frog. Have you ever caught a small jaw on a frog, Nate? I never have.
3: I have. I've caught one, and uh, and to be honest with you, it was actually a fairly small one, maybe okay. twelve to thirteen inches. So hmm. you know, you know, it getting the frog in its mouth was pretty surprising. But yeah, yeah. I have caught I have caught one on a frog.
1: So. Yeah, I mean, I've caught the holy living frig out of them on top water ploppers and poppers and stick baits and even like you know shad or not shad um flukes like worked really quick just under the surface and had them just blow up on it but I've never caught one on an actual frog but that sounds like a dope tournament dude that sounds really fun yeah
3: yeah yeah I'm I'm stoked for it so yeah we'll uh, we'll definitely uh definitely probably do do an update on how it went in the uh you know the next episode or maybe a couple episodes now we'll see what happens but Yeah. yeah hopefully hopefully it goes well I'm excited
1: when you say next episode, do you hear that Dr. Dre song in your head? Or is that just me?
3: Now that you mentioned it. Na na, 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 just Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, just, I can't, I can't Both. not hear it. Yeah. I can't not hear it. Um, I bet we're the only outdoors podcast consistently making references to hip hop music. Like you've talked about Lupe yeah. Fiasco and Prof and Dr. Dre and, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and Polonix said he I was just going to say Polonix. Yeah. <laughs> like all this dope old stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Lola, what did we do last week? Hit us with camping talk. Yeah. And then uh, I'll talk about the tournament that I sucked in. Okay, this is great. Well, um, I love how you didn't even argue. <laughs> oh, you didn't suck honey. it. No, yeah. yeah. No, okay but you do. I, I just, didn't yeah. I'm just going yeah. with it.
2: Um, I don't think you sucked. I told you you did great. No, you're a liar. Oh, I've never lied to you
1: ever, and that's true. But I didn't do. Anyway, keep going. All right. I think you did
2: great. It's my opinion. Anyway, okay. So last week we went camping with our children, but we didn't go to like the place we went to before. That was more like. Not gimmicky. I say that every time, but like Stony Creek. It has like a pool and mini golf and ice cream cones and fun camping, whatever. Not that other camping isn't fun. But anyway, there were activities. Um, but this time we went to, okay, it's spelled T-O-T-O-G-A-T-I-C. Okay? You'd think it's Totogatic. Yeah, like
1: if you just phonetically, Totogatic.
2: But then I, I went to a gas station and they're like, oh, where are you camping at? And I was like, oh, and she, and she goes, oh, Togatek. I'm like, I'm sorry? And she said, no, no. Togatek. So it's in Mainong, um, which is north of us here in Strum. It's uh, like a half hour never wheat, of um, Hayward. Hayward, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm very terrible with directions. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> um, and <laughs> it was way more like rustic kind of camping. Like we had big pine trees all around us. We yeah. were right on the water. Um, when we, we were camp- kind of on a
1: peninsula, like Sam sand- yeah. sandwiched between water. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and we have two tents, we have the kids tent and then we have our tent, um, where Gus will stay with us. But anyway, we have to do it that way. Cause we yeah. have a huge family. Yeah. Um, and, there was a playground and there were bathrooms and a basketball court like near our site, which was really nice. Um, but yeah, our kids, I was so nervous that they were going to be like, I'm bored. Or, I like yeah, the I other place better. Just, yeah,
1: they were just going to compare, compare this to that experience. And that experience was so specifically kid-ish that they were going to be like, this is boring. That place had a skate park right exactly
2: and i was so so nervous about it but i purposefully did both of them so we could experience both types of camping with them and every single one of them without being prompted said oh my gosh i love this so much more and one of them i think lucy said it's so much more wildernessy yeah and then um, the other ones are like it's just better it's more rustic and i'm like okay this is awesome because that was way more our type of camping way more um Yeah, so that was really great. We um, had some bad weather, pretty much right right when we showed up. Right out of the like, we pulled in, and I'm like, "It's like as we're driving there, I'm like, it's getting darker and darker and darker." darker. Oh no, that that
1: feel of like here, it's about to storm. And
2: I had been checking the weather all week, and it looked great, but then it pretty much hit. Like we got, um, did we get the kids' tent set up? No, no, right away. Mm -hmm. No, I feel like we we did. Yeah,
1: I got the I got the kids set one set up yep and then i was going to put up like the big outdoor like canopy thing because i to I'm go like, over I'll put, our picnic I'll put table our tent up under that so yeah if like it does start it to rain a little bit at least i'm somewhat covered and the tent won't get wet
2: right but then as he's setting up the canopy we look up and he's like it's about to hit and so i tell all the kids they were they swimming or something. I said, grab! I, what I feel like they doing. were all in they their swimsuits been. or something because the beach. There was a little beach right by our yeah. Um, site. There was no
1: lightning. There was no thunder. There was no rain. There was nothing. But it was but almost it was like, like um... coming in, like, like just.
2: So I told them, I said, "Okay, grab your shoes, get in the car," and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Just, just do it." I'm trying to remain calm. Yeah. And then Jordan's trying to set up the canopy thing, and then it starts to.
1: The wind was crazy. It went from zero to like legitimately probably. <laughs> I don't know what we could look it up, but yeah. it was over fifty mile an hour gusts. I mean, crazy, that were coming pretty crazy, consistently, like really hard, like where I couldn't get the canopy up. It blew over. It hit me in the ear. We were all trying so to like hold bad. down the
2: poles or the posts or yeah, whatever it or the bent legs the of The canopy it. thing. Yeah, while we were trying to
1: hold it down because was blowing so hard.
2: And then it hit him in the ear, and then yeah. it was just a mess. And I'm like, oh no! So then we're all loaded in the car, and um, our site looks like trash. I don't know if we had an unloaded all unloaded the bikes yet or anything. But anyway, we loaded up and we're like, all right, guys, we're going to Hayward. We're going to
1: Hayward for dinner.
2: And so Jordan was like, should we like... Let's just get like McDonald's, whatever. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, wait, I really I don't want McDonald's. Let's go to the Mexican joint that Pete Mayna told bah, bah, us bah. to to check out. A legend. Yeah. So we ended up having really yummy Mexican food at yeah. Los Portales.
1: Los Portales. It's right if you if you're going to Hayward, here's a quick uh directional shout out, combo, endorsement. Okay. If you're going to Hayward, which a lot of people do, it's right down the road from um the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, which is the giant muskie you can walk inside of. And then just past that is the Lumberjack Place where they have like the Lumberjack World Championships every year. Just past that is Los Portales.
2: And there's another Mexican place there. Was it Main Street yeah, Tacos downtown, or something? downtown.
1: Hey, we're called Main Street Tacos. Yeah, and but that's not where yeah, we were. Yeah, that was before. more like a teeny little spot. And this I was think like it a might be newer. Restaurant. It was really cute.
2: Yeah. Um, but this was Los Portales and we all... Had yummy food and whatever, and we're watching the weather. Oh yeah, and that was crazy. like they had the TV on, and they were talking about like golf ball sized hail yes, was like
1: bigger and rice lake, which rice lake, we literally just drove through. Yeah,
2: and it was like it hit. so significant yeah, that like crazy. the Walmart and Menards both had to close because their skylights shattered from the hail. Yeah, like. Like insane this out. was like not far from where we yeah. were and so our parents were like are you guys okay
1: Yeah. the next day at the dock i was launching our boat um we brought the bass boat with both to fish and to pull a tube
2: which our kids absolutely yeah, loved
1: yeah we spent one thousand dollars on fuel <laughs> um not literally but we spent a lot but um a couple fellers at the dock were like, hey, they were joking because they were going to go fish on a pontoon. And they were like, your boat looks like you know what you're doing. You got any tips for me? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I'm like, I've never been here. Whatever. Where are you guys from? And they're like, oh, we're from Rice Lake. And I was like, oh, man, I heard it was crazy down there. And this one guy, he was like, yeah, here, look at this. He showed me a picture on his phone. His One of his buddies who is his neighbor who lives like. Half a mile down the road or something, um, his car—his ba- car legitimately looked like it exploded. All the oh windows gosh. were blown out, the top, like the roof was caved in. The hood was completely like dented in and caved in. Um, he had trees down. His window—it looked like it looked like something that they would use in the background of like The Walking Dead, like post-apocalyptic, yeah. whatever. And he was however far away, and he didn't have a single chunk of hail land on his property. It was just
2: like the specific. Tiny area, yeah,
1: just terrifying. So weather. Scary. Like scary, so wild. Yeah, like mess you up bad, mess up your property. Yeah, that's right? Not- yeah, just bad.
2: But then the rest of our time was yeah. really good, yeah. and we there was, and even
1: that was dope because was, it was like we sort of ad libbed this trip into Hayward, oh yeah. which and is... and then we went to a
2: candy shop called yeah, Tremble's yeah. and our kids, we were like, okay, you can each get one pound of candy. And they're like, Oh my gosh. And so then they'd like keep weighing their candy on the thing. Like, Oh my gosh, I can get more. And they were so stoked. And we got Hayward sweatshirts for them. And I don't know, it was just like really great. And they're very excited to go back to Hayward. And and, one of the
1: things that that means a lot to me, and I've referenced it on the show. Um, yeah. Hayward was every year Um, I would go to Hayward with my dad's side of the family, and um, we would go to Round Lake, and then after a while, we went to Upper Eau Claire Lake. And my entire year, like, revolved around going to Hayward. It was just the coolest place ever because there's lakes everywhere, really good fishing, and then, like, once or twice during the week, we would go into Hayward, the town, which is the cutest little... Like downtowny so local shops and T shirts and cool restaurants and candy shop and whatever. Um, and so now to be able to sort of like pass that torch to my children and mm. have them love it like it, I loved yes, it. Like dude, I was so just much. I just felt so like yeah, He's my like, heart oh, my just dad felt heart. so full, dude. <laughs> It was awesome. Yeah, it was really dope. And, like, Kennedy is our 13-year-old. She's the oldest. And even she was like, I love this place. I want to come back here for my birthday. Yeah. And all I, I just want to hang out in Hayward and walk around. Like, it was so cool. Yeah,
2: everyone loved it. It was so great. Um, what else was I going to say about that? Went to Hayward. We tubed. Oh, there was a fishing pier right by our um, campsite, which was cool. Um, and then... Uh, we went fishing a little bit off the boat, but then one night I was like, I just grabbed a rod because we got worms yeah. and old, bobbers and stuff. Old school, old school. Yeah, simple. Um, because that I feel like is way more fun with kids because it's not like okay, here throw this square bill out there like yeah. they're gonna
1: no no you're not stuck you just got to take it through the cover yeah but I <laughs> feel like I have
2: something nope just keep going <laughs>
1: yeah
2: um and I I started fishing just off of our campsite and i caught a bluegill and i was like this is really fun so then dominic our 12 year old he was like oh mama can i try i was like yeah for sure he threw it out there and he pulled one in and then Vinny, he was like oh i want to do it so dom gave him the rod and then he did it and then everyone did it and it was so fun
1: yeah i need to get some more ultralight setups just for that kind of stuff Mm -hmm, because taking
2: turns is fine but like not not as fun but not as fine not as fine yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it was just it was really fun really special making those memories with them
1: yeah they each one of them i think broke off the bobber sinker and hook like four times and there was not <laughs> there was nothing in me that was like Ugh. I was it was like, just all, like right, all right let's cool just... yeah bring it over here I'll, I'll, I'll do it up real quick i have a uh in our legend we have somewhere in the realm of seven thousand tackle boxes <laughs> it's the, the tackle storage am i wrong nate
3: no, the storage in that thing is absolutely unreal. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the V20 storage. Yeah, for days.
1: Um, So on Bass Boat Universe, I don't know if I'm allowed to give like an endorsement to that, whatever. I mean, it's a Facebook page, whatever. Uh, There was, Nate, we saw that you liked it on there, but there was a purple Legend V20 for sale that may be the best looking bass boat I've ever That's seen so in pretty. my entire life. Oh my gosh.
3: I, oh my, yeah, I, I almost sent it to you.
1: Oh my gosh
2: so you just cut out like super a lot yeah, that we might <laughs> what just
1: happened you just went dip, 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 dip. I don't know if you can check your your whiffies or what just happened there Nate do we have you 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 cut out I think maybe you yeah. were,
2: okay there you are
1: I think you were so excited about the purple legend that you just sort of blanked out there a little bit
3: yeah no I was I was uh I was there the whole time um oh, my bad. <laughs> obviously just express, expressing my uh your love. My infatuation with Gosh, that, yeah, that
0: wasn't so
1: yeah. sick.
3: Uh, yeah, that it was, it was something. But honestly, that thing that I must have just did to you guys, you have done maybe three times since you started the uh, camping story.
1: For
0: real,
3: that I've heard. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the deal uh, it is. Must be... It might be something in in my headphones or something. But it's uh really uh really odd. But yeah, no, for for sure that that boat was ridiculous, and you know no
1: no plug or whatever to you yeah. yeah, yeah, know yeah we don't have any yeah we don't have any man, there. but yeah so in the the legend v20 in my opinion it has the best tackle storage system ever it's just really really simple it's just one big box split down the middle so like regular plano size boxes or in my case i use all bass mafia stuff um i just think that their black and red coffins are awesome you can quite literally drive literally La, 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 la. literally drive over them with a truck and they won't break and so i have just a ton of those in there and then on the left side of the whole thing um i have some oversized plano boxes for soft plastic so they would break off their bobber their hook their split shot and i'd say bring it over here to the boat i'd just be sitting there tro, 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 tied up real quick get them back out there mm-hmm. and they were just catching them and catching them and catching them and uh dude it made me really like get introspective and be like Whew. you know let me yeah. breathe a little bit like knowing all the different size trebles and color codes and what bait for what water and what clarity at what time of year. And that's all cool. But at the same time though, like I don't ever want to forget the heart pounding excitement of watching your bobber go down. It's
2: seriously so fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's definitely a feeling that never
3: gets old. I don't, I, I, I don't care how, no, I don't care how, how long you've been doing it or what. You put a bobber on and you watch that thing go bloop 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 and then yeah. you know, Those little know disappear. Man, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, that's the feeling. Yeah, uh, you never get sold.
1: No, and like and telling the kiddos like wait till it goes all the way down, you know, because it'll blah, 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 it'll start dancing. Yeah. And they're like ah oh, set the hook and then yep. like even again Kennedy she's she's she hasn't so sweet a ton yeah. but I was like all right make sure you set the hook and she's like what do you mean by and that? then
2: Dom said okay set the hook she's like I don't, I don't know, know what you what guys that, mean yeah, I don't know what
1: you guys are saying and so you it's know like, oh, take yeah. the time to kind of parent and be like yo when it goes down what you're trying to do is sort of drive the hook into their mouth so that it doesn't come off so you just kind of do a quick little not too hard not yeah. too soft a little snap back and then you can start reading she had her rod tip up you yeah, know, yeah. and so it's like, like well, maybe
2: up. have it down at first yeah, a little bit more then and then pop it, pop it yeah. up. And, it was just, yeah, so and then she fun. got it. Yeah,
1: so far. So. And then they all wanted, to, like, even the next day, they all mm-hmm. wanted to. And I yep. think that's like, I'm, I, I can't give any advice to anybody about basically anything, but parenting, I think things happen better when we sort of let them organically sort of occur versus like trying to force stuff you know like you've seen those like helicopter parents at baseball games who are trying to you know really like yell their kid like keep your front elbow down more and make sure you watch the ball and make sure you blah whatever and none of that's wrong but when things sort of occur on their own sort of naturally I think that's when they really stick it's so like with our kids mm-hmm. sort of naturally just wanting to fish and then the next day they wanted to fish again yeah. and and I wasn't like well hey this could be a career for you you right. know it wasn't like making it too big and
2: Dom and Vinny are at a camp this week and um, they have different activities you can do you can go kayaking paddle boarding campfire making fishing um, there are different hobbies I think they call them that you can sign up for and Vinny has always been like the fisherman if you will yeah. like he's the one that wants the to do tournaments and he's to it dedicated and yeah naturally just remembers things yeah. and yeah um and Dom enjoys fishing but it hasn't really been his thing unless he's like on them, you know I mean I get that uh but he told me, he's like, I'm going to do fishing. I'm definitely going to do fishing at camp. And that made me so happy. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So we camped. That is awesome.
2: Yep. So that was our, that was our few days last week. Yeah, was we, camping. Camped. we
1: came back on Friday and then I worked on Saturday. And if anybody cares, um, I have a new job now. I've never really told a ton of people about it. Yeah. Um, but I, I parted ways with Motion Raceworks in DeWitt, Iowa, totally amicably. Like yeah. they were, it just, I was doing marketing and social media management, um, which is not a bad gig at all, but it is tough to do when you're not boots on the ground in the place you're working for. Uh, and to so, to get the content yeah, and everything. To get all the content needed. and the daily stories and the behind the scenes stuff and all that. And so, um, you know, super amicable and they were, they actually treated us incredibly well through the whole process. And so we're all still cool. Like nothing weird there. I just want to make sure that's clear. Uh, and so now I actually work at Shields, uh, shout out. Shout out Shields, Shields. like a place that I've always loved, you know, but now I'm like, um, I'm working there and I'm actually working in the service department, the, the service shop. So like Putting rod tips on rods and fixing talons and fixing trolling motors and fixing bikes and the the variance in that job is so stinking fun. So like, it's perfect one, for you. Yeah, it's perfect for my brain that's always bouncing all over the place. But one minute I'll be scooping up some northern suckers for a guy and then next minute I'll be fixing a dude's treadmill and then the next minute I'll be putting together a kid's bike and showing him how to ring the bell or what you yeah. know, like and then after that I'm cutting <laughs> arrows and uh re-fletching or whatever so it's super super fun um and uh, my discount hasn't kicked in yet but <laughs> it's going to be it does, when it does <laughs> we will have no paychecks in this house because oh it they'll just be all spent on fishing stuff and whatever but anyway and the place honestly anybody who's listening to this I have no like whatever sponsorship by shields we don't have that or anything but like if you're looking for a place to work the culture is so rad like every like, day everybody's he's like
2: I'm just waiting for someone to like not be super friendly but like they just all are yeah. it's awesome yeah. and I'm like this seems like the healthiest environment to work yeah. in
1: management to like part-time employees people are just human beings like they're so just much. chill and they're normal and like the bosses yeah. are the least like high strung people yeah. ever yeah. like there's so like there's this one dude named troy shout out troy at, at shields um <laughs> who is a manager and like i can't walk by his office without him being like hey come in real quick and i come in and i'm waiting for him to be like hey you know i heard you dropped a minnow on the carpet <laughs> and he's like man i smoked the crappies last weekend or I you know that. like we're just talking fishing or hunting and like it's just such a cool vibe anyway so we get back on friday I work Saturday at Shields. I think it was an eight to five or nine to five, whatever. Um, and then I have a tournament on Sunday, my first tournament on the river in like a hundred years mm-hmm. um, since I, you know, since we moved um, here And I'm fishing it with my buddy Jeremy, who you've heard us talk about on the podcast quite a bit. And we decided to take his boat because he knows that pool really well. And he drives like an absolute maniac. Not unsafe, (laughs) but just stuff I would never do. Like, like getting on pad in, you know, 18 inches of water from a dead stop. He has a champion, an 89 champion that he's got completely just rigged. The thing is sweet. Um, with a 225 Merc, like a 15, 16, 225 Merc, I think, but um, he'll get on pad in 18 inches of water. And then we'll drive in these little channels that are a mile and a half, two miles long in literally nine inches of water going 70 miles an oh, hour. Thank you. And it's so narrow and so skinny, but he knows what he's doing we didn't hit anything we didn't bump anything we didn't yeah. anything and it was just awesome and so we're, i'm in all these different pools and holes and stuff that i'm not used to um and the night the night before the tournament our one-year-old gus decided Gosh. that he just didn't want to sleep like he was and just, he's
2: been sleeping through the night so well and
1: he's not fussy gus no. like he's never he's never been like a fussy baby but this night he was so yeah, chill he's so chill, uh, he's so chill. Um, this night he was and so I went into the tournament with a little under probably two hours of sleep for the night <laughs> which so is bad. so difficult like you wake up and like you know you want to be like antsy and excited and, and, and ready to attack the tournament and, and I like woke up like like mm. just feeling grumpy not about the tournament but just but feeling just you know just when so you have lack of sleep yeah your body didn't recharge at all yet so anyway so I go into the tournament we fish it we most certainly didn't win but we caught a ton of fish I would I would Venture to guess, I don't know, like 30 30 to forty 40? fish yeah. at least. Because I, I mean, I'm thinking of th- all the shorts we caught, and I caught yeah. shorts on everything. Um, we ended up with only three keepers. Um, I caught one keeper on a jackal chartreuse and blueback um, square bill. Uh, probably, That's I don't that river too. It is that mm-hmm. chartreuse and blueback is just if you're in the Mississippi River in like chocolate milk water, and you're throwing a square bill chartreuse blueback it just it just works um and that one i don't remember
3: confidence color for years it
1: has and it just works Um i don't remember the name of that one which i'm sorry usually i'm more prepared um but it's in like the realm of like a lucky craft like two size so it's not tiny but it's not huge it probably dives six feet deep which is great for bouncing off limbs and um this lure deflects. I guess not a rounded lip, it's a straight square bill, circuit chip lip, and it deflects off of wood so well. I caught so many fish where I'm watching it in really, really shallow water, which if you don't know, in current when the water is really muddy, not always, but a lot of the time the fish will go nonsense shallow, like inches shallow. Um, and I'm watching the square bill deflect off of wood in three to four inches, then watching stuff come up and just nail the daylights out of it so the first keeper we caught was on that square bill then jeremy put a keeper in the well a little bit later on a really small um husky jerk um uh of a long forgotten jerk bait that should have not been long forgotten it's just a good simple straight running rapala and then the third keeper we put in the boat when i was getting desperate towards the end of the day and i grabbed a spinning rod and i threw a what, what is it called it's the strike king like zero two or whatever it's that collaboration they did with z-man it's a really small fluke um, made with the laz tech uh, and then i had it on a i can't remember what size, maybe like a two watt wide gap hook with like a like a screw eye um and i caught the holy heavens out of them on that thing um and caught our biggest keeper of the day on that nice so we weighed in three fish um yeah i mean it's okay but here's the thing a bunch of years ago while bow hunting uh in mercer county in illinois um a good friend of mine rusty Asked me how's the hunting going, and I had been hunting like hard for a few days, like straight. Uh, Shout out, Rusty. Um, Yeah, (laughs) and uh, I love it when Nate does a shout out. It's like unexpected. It's kind of dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, Rusty, I told him I was feeling kind of down. I'm like, I haven't killed anything. I haven't shot anything. I haven't seen anything. And in a very like straightforward his way of speaking, he said, "If you're only going out there to kill something, you're going to be disappointed all the time."
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: And then you know, like I kind of got it, but I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, there's so much more to experience in the woods than mm-hmm. just killing a deer, like the the smell in the air and the wind and seeing leaves rustle and watching squirrels run around or feeling out like if the deer are moving over there, like why are they moving over there this time of day in this wind? And he's like, there's always something to learn. There's always something to experience. And so I've sort of taken that with me and it very much fits our positivity is worth yeah, the effort like vibe. So even fishing on the river, like knowing full well, coming back in to weigh in with three fish in a club full of absolutely great fishermen i'm not going to win this tournament or be in the money for this tournament but if that's the only reason i'm fishing tournaments and that's kind of stupid because the experiences out there and making new friends and figuring things out and, and running around on the river scared for my life while jeremy's just hammered down <laughs> like Smokey and the bandit um that's dope. And so I don't have anything to complain about. Um, and a really, really neat thing. Um, Lola and the kids surprised me uh, She told me just a little bit before to see like what timing was, um, but surprised me at the weigh-in and came to the weigh-in. And so that was like the first time they got (laughs) to see like a weigh-in and Gus was there with his little Bass Pro Shops hat on. (laughs) And it was really cute too, because he had this super cute little um, tank top and like shorts combo (laughs) outfit on. But then in the car ride, he decided that writing all over himself with washable marker was the right move and so yeah. he was just covered in marker like on his face on his Bloody. arms like <laughs> and i don't care at all like, and yeah. he's just so sweet and he's got his little bass pro hat on and then i put down like the weigh in bag and like opened it and he like looked in there and he was like so pumped and um so yeah it was an awesome tournament thank you again to Jeremy for for running me around out there and um putting your boat at risk, but apparently it wasn't because you didn't care. Uh, I told him, I was like, well, let's just take my boat because I have all my tackle in there whatever. And he's like, if it's cool, why don't we just take mine? Because I want to get in some really skinny water that you're probably not comfortable running.
2: I think that that's really great that he's able to say that to you and you're able to take it, you know, because yeah. your boat, you know, you're like, but I'm comfy in this. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's cool.
1: Yeah, it was funny. At one point uh, we were fishing and I was on the front. I kept been kind of going back and forth from the f- back and forth from the front deck to the back deck just for whatever was best angle or whatever I was trying to cast at. And at one point I was kind of standing on the, one of his rods on the front deck, not on purpose. And he was real chill. He's like, Hey man, you're on my rod. And I was like, Oh my bad, dude. And he's like, well, it's okay. You're just used to having like seven and a half more feet on each side of (laughs) you to fish from. (laughs) It's like, yeah,
3: not a a doubt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He has an 89 champion. And then I have a, you know, a 16 legend V 20. And so it's not like the older, younger thing is, but like his deck is really long and skinny and mine is a football field wide. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Uh, But it went great. I was happy. uh, Yeah. Like you were
3: saying, I think uh, probably the best thing about me getting ready to fish this Spro only tournament is the fact that I only have to bring Spro frogs. I got one box with some frogs in it. I don't have to try to pick and choose tackle and do that whole deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked about that part of it. So yeah. i gonna grab four rods and reels, grab a box of frogs, and call it good. Yeah, man, that's
2: that dope.
1: sounds nice. That <laughs> does sound really nice, honestly. And Jeremy had um, Jeremy had it kind of dialed. He only brought with, like, six rods, I think. Um, he had spent a little bit of time up there pre-fishing, and I you know I didn't get to pre-fish it at all. I didn't get to. I chose not to. Um, and he had a pretty good pattern figured out, which, lo and behold, like all of fishing – didn't pan out you know like put us on some really cool spots but um it just doesn't always work like that you know like it's not like um two plus two equals four on friday but on sunday two plus two could equal negative 11 like things just change and so you know but it was still i I absolutely loved it i loved it so good um lola let's get into some taco talk one
2: hour later
1: uno hora. (laughs) Um, I think that's how you say one hour in she Spanish. Un, un, un,
2: well, I guess it could be una. Because una it's
1: hora. Um, I, my accent's real good. No, um, it's, good? no it's not. Um, so we want to talk through a, a taco recipe. Check us out on social. We'll be posting. Uh, My wife is very cute and very funny <laughs> and silly. And she made like a real, like a R-E-E-L, of her doing the whole Prep of this taco, yeah, and, and um,
2: there are some good dance moves in there, yeah. Don't proper worry.
1: proper shout out to Casey for sending us this recipe because it was really really good, and some yeah. of the stuff in the ingredients doesn't seem very like tacoy, but yeah. it works. It absolutely works, and so we're pumped. And I I can't say that every time somebody sends us a recipe, we're gonna do a reel and we're gonna make it and we're gonna do a podcast on it and um all that, but we'll get through this in the next few minutes, and then um. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Casey West. So read us the recipe. Yeah. So I'm not going to say
2: like how many pounds and cups and yeah, whatever you teaspoons, want. but I will put the recipe on that video. Oh yeah. Um, so use a flank steak. But what we ended up using was eye of round steak because the deli that I went to did not have flank steak, um, white vinegar, soy sauce. Oh, and this is the marinade. Did I say that? Okay. So white vinegar, soy sauce, minced garlic, two limes juiced olive oil salt pepper white pepper garlic powder chili powder dried oregano ground cumin and paprika wow so that's all in the marinade you put it all in there and let that sit for i don't know one to five hours yeah and then oh my gosh there's a fly flying around my mouth. you microphone. could literally hear it sorry they're the most <laughs> annoying creatures um and then... Kurt
1: was battling a fly on working class recently. Really? He, he feels the pain. It's yeah. awful. It's awful.
2: Um, so you can also marinate it while grilling, he said, with like the leftover marinade. He just throws it on the same marinade like the meat was in yeah, into a stainless steel bowl and then let it cook on the grill or smoker while the meat cooks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it's done grilling, like to your liking, uh, cut it into taco-sized pieces
1: this is the if you watch the reel this is the only thing i messed up in my head and i don't know why me but in my head i had it kind of sliced uh into sort of like long strips i think it's because like i made some of it like medium well um for gus and and then for me and lola i made it pretty dead nut spot on medium rare yeah uh and when i do that i just want to see it like i want the medium rare to like be visible so i cut these like strips but strips don't really work very well for trying to for chew tacos, through it, of taco. it doesn't yeah. really
2: work so um and then he said to serve with corn tortillas and then you make this like oniony mixture you chop an, a white onion and then put some fresh cilantro in and then lime juice and so we mix that all up and then you put it on top with some how do you say this cotija cotija cheese yeah i, don't know. Yeah, I think that's how you say it um and then whatever else you got it right you like, yeah, okay, good. Do um, you
1: know that cheese too, Nate? It's really because I know it's
2: not cotija yeah, because that's is. not how Latinos would say that; it'd be no. cotija. Yeah, um, so you use it, Nate? Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I
2: feel sure. like it just gives that extra yeah, yummy flavor.
3: yeah yeah, it's got like a creaminess to it that it I, I really like. I, I, yeah, I normally like depending on where you know where we we shop at, I'll get that cheese or I'll just get like. Uh, the queso fresco like
1: the crumble that's yep. really good too that is
2: good yeah, what about Chihuahua
1: Chihuahua cheese is that, like. Is it, I don't know if it's a I know Oaxaca is like a it's not, is that a city or like a province yeah. in Mexico, Mexico. but there's, there's like Oaxaca cheese too mm-hmm. it, it makes me think of that mm-hmm. Childish Gambino song that this is America I got the plug on Oaxaca whoa <laughs> they're gonna find you blah, blah, whatever um, but yeah the cheese is uh, there's something different about the flavor and the texture of Mexican cheese it's different than just yeah. putting yeah. like like Cry you said, it's the like American creamy. Shredded. It's just yeah, it's just different. It
2: is. It's yummy. Yeah. Um. And then we used the oh no, I can't remember the name. Um. The tortillas that we love from Walmart. But once there, you like your stuff. cook them. Um. Uh, we cooked them on our griddle. Yeah. The only
1: downside I'll say about those is, as far as we know, they only come in like two sizes, which is big and humongous. And so, I would say, like,
2: a normal taco size that you would fold up, but, like, it's not, like, street taco size or fajita tacos. So we
1: put a bowl over it, like, in the corner, and then cut the excess It's almost off. like a cookie cutter. Yeah, it makes, like, a cookie shape or a cookie cutter, so you get the shape, like, the size you want. Yeah. yeah. And then... Yeah, that's pretty smart. Put... Size them down. Did we
2: put... Tahine on
1: there? Yeah, little yep. Th- shout out to uh Ashley. What's her last name?
2: Kittleson.
1: Ashley Kittleson. Ashley. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, she uh she put us up on that putting tahine on the tortillas while you're pan frying them and it just adds you know, you don't do hardly any, but it no, adds that little sprinkle. bit of flavor and that limeness bite and mm-hmm. it's so good. Also limes, um I can't even smell a lime anymore without just feeling like Mexican foodie, wow. like taco Yummy. Yeah, they're so Again, great.
2: Kennedy, she loves lime. She, she, will tell, she told the waiter at the Mexican restaurant, I want these tacos, but I want lime. And she looked straight in his face and she said, and when I say lime, I mean like
1: extra yeah, lime, her out he, like, like, like cups three, of limes. Yeah, like three whole limes cut up for her tacos. <laughs> and I'm not mad at her.
2: <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, definitely the way to go. Yeah, it really is the way to go.
2: Yeah. So those were the tacos from Casey, and yeah. they were so good. Yeah, thank
1: you, Casey, for that recipe. And
2: Gus kept eating the steak. He yeah, just Gus like. Gus
1: murdered the steak. Yeah. He loved it so much. Yeah. Just sat there and just plowed through. Have you had any good taco experiences lately, Nate? Gone anywhere? <laughs> made anything? Anything? Anything?
3: I I actually diverted a little bit from the taco uh, just I don't know if it was yesterday. The I'm sorry. Before.
2: What did you just what say? What did you say?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not. I'm not super proud about it, but I oh, uh, had some. In, I had. I had some enchiladas at this local Oh, Mexican that's okay. Spot. I that's guess um, that's fine. Downtown, enchiladas
0: are dope. Yeah, dude.
3: downtown. So I don't. I can't even like pronounce the name. It's called like Ah Carillos Carrillos or something like that. Okay. It's downtown, Davenport.
1: You started off oh, with an like, accent, like, and then you lost and then it. You it got really real. cool. Ah Locos <laughs> or whatever.
3: <laughs> yeah, I. You know, I don't. I don't. I have no clue how that's to how good. to really pronounce it, yeah. but. Uh, They've got, like, a, a grocery store attached to the oh, plate. Oh, yeah, yeah. This Where place is, is the this? Best. Like, downtown Davenport. It's down on, yeah, oh, downtown Davenport. Oh, Abarrotes I'm, Carillo.
2: I'm
1: like, carillo.
3: That one there. Yeah, yeah that's that it, one. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, we ate there. We ate there just not, like, just yesterday or the day before. But uh, their their enchiladas are the best, hands down, the best I've ever had. And I'm not a big, like, put. Weird things in my enchiladas, or really any of my Mexican food, but they've got like potatoes and carrots.
2: Oh yeah, I had something like uh, that the other day. Like, Super good. Oh my,
3: yeah, yeah, and they've got like the, their their uh, enchilada sauce is spicy, mm-hmm. so it's perfect for me. And I put yeah. hot sauce on it. Oh man, it's just I absolutely love them. So that's what that's what we had just the other. Day. Uh,
1: just the other day and nice. uh, there's not hey, I, yeah. an enchilada is really like a soft shell taco it essentially just, marinated, just rolled up just yeah. rolled up yeah. and just soaked in some like exactly. sauce you can't be mad at that no you know? way no. also um another one all all of my amigos in the quad cities you have to try is in east moline the forgotten quad city is supermercado monarca
2: what did supermercado supermercado
1: monarca that was better no that was better it sounded like i was like trying to like make a joke or something but supermercado uh, what uh monarca monarca yeah let me look how do you how do you spell it but it's the same thing that nate's talking about uh monarca i don't know how you m-o-n M-O-N-A-R-C-A.
2: Yeah. Monarca.
1: Yeah. Um, but they have some of the dope. And it's like you walk, you wouldn't even know there's a restaurant in there because it's like way in the back of the grocery store. Those are the best kind. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you you got to like like go back and go around the corner. And then there's like a line out to like next month because mm-hmm. it's so good. It's very much one of those um, Guy Fieri diners, drive-ins and dives, mm-hmm. like one of those cool kind of like well-known like to those who know it they love it like nobody goes to monarca and is like this is terrible like they're so good um so yeah Yeah, it's
3: it's like in that lower portion of that like old school brick building too so definitely gives that vibe
1: that yeah so dope yeah if you're in the quad cities you gotta you gotta hit up some of those like grocery store, hole in the wall, authentic. Is it like
2: the kind where you go in and you don't really know what the menu is, but you're like, okay, what did you get? Like you're looking yeah, at oh, the absolutely. person in front of you. You're yeah, like, okay, absolutely. I'll get what he had. Yeah, and you if, have no idea. Yeah, it's not
1: like there's a menu and people are like, hello, please take a seat. Like you walk in, they look at you you know what I'm yeah <laughs> they don't seat you they don't right. they be like I have they're a burrito and they're like order? nod and be like do you have steak and they're like they nod you're like okay dope <laughs> okay. And it just comes out just 10 Perfect. out of 10
2: yeah that's yeah, awesome <laughs>
1: um those are the those are the spots and um again thanks to to the homie pete Mena for number one to be able to call him a homie that's pretty stinking rad um, but number two for recommending the taco yeah. spot in hayward it was really good my kick lately for tacos and i don't know what it is i think it's because i'm white and fat you are uh, not is, <laughs> uh which is america there's a lot of us fat white folk oh my gosh rolling around oh like my god blueberry girl and willy wonka <laughs> um anywho um what's her name in that movie
2: it's not violet, uh, goes, violet is it? it's oh, oh my nice Nate. Nate.
1: yeah dude.
3: i'll, I'll I only know because I'm exactly on that status right now, just okay. rolling around yeah. with with no 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 arms and no neck, just hands yeah. attached to my body. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I feel like uh, that movie, oh that gosh. Batman with Michael Keaton, where Danny DeVito was the Penguin. I feel like every yeah. time I eat, yeah. I look like him when he's eating that fish. And it's like, rrr, rrr. Every time I eat, people are like, "Ugh!" People are just grossed out. Guys I'm sweating Stop. Um, like like now that I work in like a regular like you know, nine to five work environment. I'll be eating my lunch in like the Shields break room and I'm like, don't look at me. Wow. Ah. Oh, stop it. You know, Violet <laughs> Beauregard. regard. Um, anywho, chimichangas have been my jam lately. Mm. They have been my, my, I, my
3: wife's been on dude. those. Yeah.
1: You can't go wrong. It's fried no. with like a cheese sauce on top. I mean, come on. I sound like I'm angry. About it. <laughs> You're like I'm hungry. It's fried with a cheese <laughs> sauce on top. This is America. Obesity is king. We love that. Is dope. I had I had shrimp. Uh, a shrimp. Chimichanga at the place in Hayward. Is
2: that what you had? I didn't even see. Yeah, well, we it was were sitting so crazy. far apart from each other. We were.
1: Yeah, and we were all watching the news like, holy crap, we could have died. That's right. Um, but, man, so dope. And, again, I say to you, anybody who's listening, man, like you don't have to be a daggum Michelin-rated chef to make and eat tacos. Like – it's a shell, which is essentially like bread. Yeah. And then you can put whatever you want in it and yep. you can make it a taco. You can deep fry it like a chimichanga. You can wrap it and pour some sauce over it and stick it in the oven like an enchilada. You can make nachos out of it. Here's another one that's really simple, dude. Like instead of cooking it on the stove, stick it in your smoker mm-hmm. and get that smoke flavor on it. Lola and I did that the other day. Um, there's yep. just, there's no rules. Go make you a dope taco, dude. Do it. Do it. That's it. That's it. That's our whole podcast.
3: That was that was perfect. That was <laughs> way to end. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> be like us. Be chunky <laughs> and happy <laughs> and uh, love life. Love fishing. You know what I'm saying? Be um, happy. One other thing, I will say. Let me let me get back on my soapbox for one second. Oh, man. Is uh, while I was fishing on pool five A, we did lock down to pool six. Um, And then whatever, but we came back to 5a and we snuck in this really skinny water area. And like I was literally having a hard time fishing because I was so distracted by how beautiful it was. The water was absolutely gin clear. Um, We're in what's called the Driftless region there where it's not really like mountains, but it kind of feels like mountains really, really close to Winona, Minnesota. Yeah, huge tall hills and bluff walls, like bare rock bluff walls just exploding on the horizon. Trees everywhere that you can see. And crazy enough, even though it's July, a few of the trees are already starting to change leaf colors. And so I'm like having a hard time paying attention because it was just so breathtakingly beautiful. And so... My encouragement to you this week, July 25th until whenever, is take time to look around and see how dope and how beautiful life can actually be. Because even like in that moment, I wasn't winning a bass tournament. I was really doubting with like 30 minutes left to fish that we were going to put two more keepers in the box. But there was so much awesome happening around me. All I had to do was just press pause long enough to look and be like, dude, I'm a pretty lucky fellow. Like this is pretty great. You know?
2: Yeah. That's really awesome.
1: Just with our, our, motto, our belief, our tagline, and then we will, uh, peace out.
3: Yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for, for tuning in and do not forget that positivity is worth the effort. Yeah. It is. Thank you. Peace. Bye. Peace.
1: Bye.